This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. This is Betting Weekly Extra Time Serie A edition. You're with Dan Robach and freelance Italian football journalist Daniele Fisichella. Daniele, fixtures moved, ticker tape at the ready, but the corks <laughs> remained in the champagne You're already bottles. Laughing, all, 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 all the prosecco. Well, look, Napoli, with everything set for them, when we talked <laughs> last week and you said, look, they're going to change this fixture, just be aware of that, Dan. I said, okay, why is that? Well, because they want to do this, this, and this. Okay, well, fair enough. That That sounds plausible and we said yeah it's the right thing to do and then Napoli didn't beat Salernitana it's, it seems to always be the way when things are all <laughs> rearranged and I tell you who the saddest person in Napoli at the moment is not Spalletti but is the chief of police who <laughs> rearranged everything <laughs> to make sure the public order uh, you know was maintained and everything and now potentially Napoli obviously could win the title on Thursday evening after the game at Udine or on Wednesday evening if Lazio fails to be Sassuolo so everything needs to be uh, changed but um, I think uh, um, obviously you know they can wait a little bit longer the way the 33 years that's absolutely fine um, there is one thing that kind of disturbed me a little bit in the uh, in, in, before the game it was the rhetoric of the Napoli party often in this case people tend to forget one thing that is not secondary the opposition well, this is and, it. And, 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 and Salernitana are not bad. Yeah. Nine games unbeaten. And they yeah. were worth the worth the point, I must say. Uh, we'll talk about Salernitana very shortly. Just to remind everyone uh, that Napoli were plus 1,700 for the title at the start of the season. They were plus 135 for top four. So if you managed to back them at the start of the season, well done to you. You can't cash just yet for your title bet but you'll probably be able to do it this midweek, if not certainly over the next weekend or so. So just be patient if you um, if you bagged another plus 1,700. Uh, match day 33 coming up. We've got eight games Wednesday, two on Thursday. Midweek action here. Danielle's got three picks. We've got a four-match parlay as well that we will talk about at the end of the podcast. All the games as per streamed live. And because they're evening, early evening, late evening in Italy, it's a little bit better uh, for those stateside punters. Watching and investing. So, as promised, we're going to talk about Salernitana first. This is 6 p.m. local on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Eastern. Salernitana plus 375 to win this one. Fiorentina minus 136. The draw at plus 295. Salernitana were plus 525 to draw at the Maradona on Sunday. I was going to suggest it, but you've suggested otherwise. I was going to say maybe they were a little bit uh, lucky. 27% possession only a couple of shots on target but we've seen them draw a lot of games as you've mentioned really they are stubborn opponents aren't they 
13 draws this season, Salernitana. In the last nine games, two win, seven draws. That's the longest unbeaten streak in Italy. Yes, they were saved in a couple of occasions by Memo Ochoa, but I don't remember many Napoli clear-cut chances. They got shots, they got shots from corner, they got deflections. Salernitana were absolutely spot-on professional, a very good uh, game plan, and they had chances to, to score early and at the end when they actually scored with Bull Idea. Look, Salernitana need to be praised because changing the manager midway through the season is never easy. And also not only changing the manager, but changing the style of play completely because they went from Nicola, who is a manager that wants his team to be really solid with playing with three at the back, playing on the counter-attack, to Paolo Sosa, who likes to play expansive football and attacking football. And the attacking number of Salernitana compared to last season are great. Plus 18 goals scored season year on year. So they're going to be saved. And they proved one time again that they, they can match up to the big guns in uh, Serie A. And now this game against uh, Fiorentina is an interesting one. Because there is nothing at stake, Fiorentina are not going to make it to the uh, to the European competition unless they win one of the two uh, cups they are involved in. But Fiorentina scored five against uh, Sampdoria. And we said it many times, it is a team that has got many more goals in them. The only problem is that they don't take the chances very well. They don't convert the many shots and many chances they create. But when everything goes for them, they are a joy to watch and uh, they were able to run past um, Sampdoria uh, very easily. You know, they had a bit of a blip that defeat against Monza, those three goals conceded against Lech Poznan, the nil-nil draw against Cremonese midweek, but I think they are a scoring side and watch out for more over 2.5 goals in Fiorentina games from now until the end of the season. As I said, they got a lot of quality up front, a lot of rotations to make. I'm expecting goals yeah. here I'm expecting both to score and over 2.5 plus 120. Plus 120, both teams to score over two and a half goals. I think we will get some regression. We've talked about Fiorentina all season long. The metrics suggest they are a goal-scoring team. And certainly when it comes to league players, Daniele has pointed out, they haven't got too much to play for. So handbrake off. We're expecting goals in this one. You mentioned uh, Bulaidea, um, 12 goals in Serie A. Yeah. This season, he's plus 650 to score first, plus 260 to score at any time. I think he's on loan, isn't he, from uh, Villarreal? I'm not 100% certain about that. But uh, he's a player that will obviously contribute for Stanley Tana. Do you think that they might sign him for next season? Or because he's scoring goals in the top flight, might Villarreal want to keep him or someone else might pick him up? Same as last season, Salernitana has a lot of players on loan that let it go. You know, if you look at last season team, it's been a massive overhaul. It seems to be the policy, really. They don't tend to sign many uh, players, but they look for maybe last-minute deals. Maybe it's a idea could be a a player that moved into a mid-table team in uh, Serie A. Maybe, I don't know, the likes of Torino. They might need a, they might need a goal scorer or other teams that are getting promoted from Serie A. One thing for sure, Bulletti, a former electrician, definitely put the lights out of the Maradona. Oh, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Six and also, go- by the way, by the way, why was Ossiman <laughs> marking Bulletti on, 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 on that goal? I mean, if we had to talk about Napoli a little bit, they seem a bit nervous. I mean, physically, they're not perfect. Cravascelia uh, has become the owner of the football, doesn't pass it anymore. <laughs> they tend to they tend to win it by themselves. I think Salernitana were... Uh, they, they, 
I mean, I want to say they are a better side because Napoli have been fantastic, but they are a very compact and professional side, and, and they got talent as well. So, Bulegi, a very, very well taken goal for, by the Senegalese. Uh, they scored at the weekend and potentially might be on the score sheet here. We're predicting goals Salnitana versus Fiorentina La Viola. 16 different goal scorers in Serie A, same as Napoli, incidentally. Um, let's move on to another game on Wednesday, slightly later, 9pm local, 3pm Eastern. Lazio minus 143 against Sassuolo, plus 410. The draw is plus 300 here. Um, you suggested that Lazio would come out of the blocks uh, quickly in their game against Inter on Sunday. That was exactly what happened but they faded against Inter. They're still on course for a return to the Champions League, Daniele. I just looked at our preseason um, predictions, and and you said, look at plus four fifty. They weren't the worst bet at all. In one of your tips at the start of the season, I mean, they're, they're I don't want to say they're in control. They're in control of their own destiny, obviously, but but it's getting very, very tight when it comes to top four. If they are to get back into the Champions League, they're going to have to battle, aren't they, to stay in the position that they're in. They managed to get themselves to the second spot because they've been really consistent over the last month and a half since they crashed out of Europe. And this has been the blessing in disguise for Lazio. Lazio kind of took themselves out of the cup competition, focused on the league, and they delivered. Now, the last two defeats are a little bit strange for Lazio. The first one, because against Torino, I think they were unlucky, really. Maybe they could have deserved a draw and there were some maybe questionable, uh, questionable refereeing decision Against Inter, the worrying sign for me is that in the second half, after the 65th minute, Inter looked much fitter and Inter played midweek and Lazio didn't. And Inter played many more games since the beginning of April and Lazio didn't. At the end of the game, Maurizio Sarri said, well, Inter is a team that when they put the foot on the gas, they are a stronger, bigger car than us. They got a better engine. Their players run much more than us. He even gives the stats of how much the players have Inter run and what is the peak speed at all. It's something like a Ferrari mechanic more than a manager, to be fair. And I mean, maybe it might go down one of the great Maurizio Sarri excuses. But it is a little bit worrying the Lazio, having been in control for 60 minutes, then they kind of, of uh, crumble and the I felt at least a couple of goals that they conceded they were avoidable, especially if I in the second. They know that the Inter playing with the wing backs, they gotta get the cut from inside, from goals and so on this side. On the, the third goal, Casale looked completely lost. He looked he lost his bearing on the Sino back pass. They need to bounce back uh, for uh, this one because the next one is another trip to Milan against Milan, and they cannot avoid to uh, go there and draw a blank. And now they play a very Difficult side to play in midweek, Sassuolo. Sassuolo is one of those sides. I mean, in December, they are already saved. Every year. Every year they are saved. They're never going to go down. They got a lot of quality up front to score goals. They do sometimes concede that the weekend they won a game in stoppage time against Empoli, despite being down to 10 men. We saw Sassuolo this season traveling to Rome and Milan and scoring plenty of goals. Sassuolo will relish the chances because Lazio is going to play football. They're going to play expansive football. They're going to leave a bit of gaps. Sassuolo can exploit that. So obviously, they don't struggle against teams that have got an open game. But Lazio, I think they should have enough in the tank to beat them. And if they do win the game, as I think they will, hardly is going to be a low-scoring game. I can't imagine a 1-0 win for Lazio, especially in this sort of tie. So I'm going to go for a Lazio win, because it's vital for them, and over 1.5 goals. That put it together quite nicely, minus 107. So nearly doubling yeah. your money. Just a quick word on Chirio Mobile. 
Is he fully fit, do you think, after that car crash? Played three quarters of the game, didn't he, at the weekend? Had one opportunity in the first half, I seem to recall. He's plus 265 to score first, which is short, and minus 108 to score at any time. Did, did he Did he look on it to you in that game? I think it looks all right. Sometimes he, there is a lack of services. Sometimes maybe Lazio doesn't often go through the middle and that uh, penalizes him. But he played the game before as well. I know in the aftermath of the accident, they said, well, they might be out for a couple of weeks or maybe a month because problem with his, uh, with his back. But, you know, it seems absolutely fine. So, yes, he, he should be due a goal. He's in double figure this season, but he's not Lazio top scorer. Zaccagni is. So, yeah, I don't think he's a bad shout. For uh, for Lazio to uh, to you know for Immobile to be in the score sheet, you know first goal scorer or scoring at any time, he takes penalties. We know Sassuolo's defense is not the best, let's put it that way. They often concede, so Lazio is going to run into the box, get into the box by Lazio. Yeah. Good shout for for um, Lazio top scorer to to score again. It's interesting what you say as well about the way that they attack. I thought that was very very prominent in their game against the Inter. We didn't really see him have that much. Um, in terms of players getting in and around to help him out in those advanced positions. Let's move on to uh, Verona against uh, Inter. Plus 400 Verona, obviously scrapping for their lives at the wrong end of the table. Inter uh, back in the Champions League, Mitch. They were always in the Champions League, Mitch, but very much a major player once again now. Uh, minus 136, they are favourites, minus money favourites away from home. A draw plus 280 here. Um <sighs> Who knows what's going to happen with Inter Daniele? Obviously, you follow them closely. Um, yes. They, they, they could technically end up with two trophies and a place in the top four. Not that if they won one of those trophies, the top four would, would not really matter, obviously. Or it could fall apart for them. I mean, in a way, we saw the best and worst because they were slow starting and they went behind. But I thought they were really good in the second half and deserve to be Lazio. And you know what the difference is between uh, the game against Juventus that they lost in the league, the games against Fiorentina, against uh, against Mons, etc., and the games against Lazio? Pretty much nothing. They just took their chances. That was it. They are producing chances. They have been doing it time and time again for the last two weeks, two weeks, no, sorry, two months. And this time they are taking them. So there is a little bit more of confidence. There is a little bit more cutting edge. And that wins your game. But that reaction in the second half, it is really important at this stage of the season. Uh, sometimes teams have got different peaks in form. Sometimes teams pick in January, some pick in March, and then they carry on or they pick very early as Napoli did, for example. I wonder whether Inter has re-picked now and if that's the chance, that's the case, they are going to in for a very exciting time because now every game is a final, pretty much. You know, really the semi-final in the Champions League as well. So everything is a knockout game now in the, in the last month and a half. And if their physical form is okay, as it seems to be, uh, the likes of Lautaro Martinez, Lukaku, Brozovic, Darmian, they seem fitter at the moment. This is obviously a very good sign, as well as Brozovic, who had a good game against Lazio. Inter, we know, have a deep squad. is about managing the changes and managing their rotations. And uh, yes, of course, this is a must-win game because on Sunday they play Roma at the Olimpico. Going to Verona, not easy. They won four of the last six at home, uh, Verona. They are bouncing back into uh, salvation position. Good draw against Cremonese, helped by the fact that Cremonese were down to 10 men. But they got the goal scorers. They got Verdi, another goal for them. Nice, now four goals in the last 
five, four or five, and he did something similar last season with uh, Salernitana. Uh, they're not gonna go and press Inter high. They're not gonna go and open themselves up. They're gonna wait, uh, play a low block. We know Inter sometimes struggles. They have struggled this season against them. So uh, nothing, not to discard uh, perhaps an Asian handicap plus one or plus one twenty-five for Verona. But I think in the form that Inter are at the moment, they gonna keep continue taking the chances. So I'm gonna go for an over 2.25 goals, minus 137. I'm expecting goals in this one. Inter defensive record away from home is not great, so they could concede the odd goal here. Uh, but I see them, I see them informing. You know, Lautaro Martinez, a streaky striker. We we said it so many times in this in this podcast. You know, score two, uh, score of course against against Empoli. Lukaku and Lautaro scoring now consecutive games. Lukaku giving two assists as well. One for the unfortunate goals and so dislocated his shoulder. But you know, I think. It could be over 2.25 goals, minus 137, only two goals in the game. You get half your money back. Just a quick word on the squad, because uh, we've seen all season with Inter um, that uh, Inzaghi, he rotates a lot uh, from Copper Games to Champions League games to Serie A games. Do you think he actually knows his strongest 11? And if he does, with six games to go in the league, potentially another three in the Champions League, one more in the Copper, do you think the rotation might be less as the games get fewer? Because to me, when we saw Martinez, who's plus 375 to score first and plus 150 to score anytime, incidentally, for this game, and Lukaku played together, that combination played to me, that's the strike force that he wants to play. And obviously, you can look at other areas of the pitch as well in terms of who might he play at the back end in midfield. Do you think he knows his strongest 11? And do you think he might shave down the, the rotation a little bit as the season winds up? I feel he's, he's tried to gear up towards his best 11 and he knows that if Lautaro and Lukaku are both fit, that's the best striking partnership and they're going to help each other. The problem is that Lukaku has not been fully fit for a long time and now he's, he's getting into his best shape. So yes, I think they're gonna, we're going to see Lalula starting more. However, if Inzaghi thinks that his midfield players are uh, not all fine-tuned and he needs a little bit more help in midfield to dominate possession, as he did against Juventus in Coppa Italia, he's going to deploy Zeko because Zeko is going to drop down deep and create the overload, which he helps against teams that perhaps defend a little bit deeper and need to be dragged out of position. So this is the weapon he's going to use. Of course, Correa is going to be using the in the in the rotations. is uh, perhaps the, the less um, comfortable at the moment. But I feel it's going to be used as well. It will be unlikely uh, to see Laudaro Martinez playing the 90 minutes all the time, whereas I'm expecting Lukaku to play more minutes. I mean, after all, he missed so much of the season, he must have a lot of engine, a, a, a lot of fuel in the tank. Uh, eight goals in his last 12 for club and country, incidentally, Lukaku didn't score at the weekend, but uh, two nice assists, certainly yes. the one for goals and two, unfortunately, um, as you mentioned, dislocated that shoulder. It was an awkward fall for that crucial second goal. We like over 2.25 goals in this one at minus 137. Let's move on to the parlay. Four matches here, three on Wednesday, one on Thursday. We are going to include the Udinese Napoli clash. Yes. Uh, you've got to get your bets on before 6 p.m. local Wednesday. That's Easter, uh, midday Eastern time in the States. So first three games all on Wednesday, and they all feature sides aiming for the top four versus teams 
hoping to avoid the drop. So there's plenty on these games here. First of all, Atalanta against Spezia, Daniele. We're going for a, a home win in this one. Yeah, I'm backing the favourites. Atalanta, two wins on the, on the bounce. A more pragmatic and practical Atalanta against Roma and Torino able to adapt to the t- the opposition weaknesses. We saw time and time again Atalanta failing to uh, win the match ball. And this is a match ball for them, really, because they got a very easy run of fixtures going into the end of the season. Win this game, they will probably uh, be even closer to uh, one between Roma, Inter, Milan. And then obviously next weekend, there is again the double clash, Roma, Milano, uh, Roma, Inter and Milan, uh, Lazio, Atalanta uh, with the return of Zapata. They look more threatening this time. Spezia, uh, Zola is going to be back. We know they do struggle against top sides uh, between Spezia and Verona. I think Spezia look the weaker. I think I'm going to, I'm going to go for an Atalanta win here uh, to start with. Atalanta leg one of the parlay. Then we go Juve against Lecce um, and we like Juventus win here, Daniel. We're going to like Juventus win despite Juventus being completely underwhelming uh, recently uh, against Bologna, another slow start, then a reaction. The problem I got with Juventus is not that they play well or not well, uh, is that I don't even know how they play. I don't even know what the style of play uh, they get two years on onto Allegri second reign. They seem to rely a lot on individual players, on anger, on fury. And yes, of course, they're gonna create a lot of chances, but really there is no there is no there is no pattern of play there. But however, for Allegri is so important to finish second, at least on paper, despite the deductions or not, that this is a must-win game. Uh, they can't really afford uh, to drop more points. Lecce, on the other hand, crucial win against Udinese. They're going to be without the top scorer, Strefezza, who's suspended. Juventus have been really consistent against the stragglers, often beat them 2 nil. So you might even want to push for a national handicap minus one, but let's not be greedy. Let's stick to Juventus' win here on the parlay at home against Lecce. And Milan against Cremonese, again, we're going for the team uh, that he's aiming to finish in the top four this season against a side that's scrapping to avoid the drop seven points from safety at the moment. We like a a Milan win at uh, San Siro. And it could be a win to nil, yes, because last six games at home for uh, Milan have been win to nil. Not spectacular, professional, get the job done. Between Milan and Rome, I think... At the weekend, Milan should be the most disappointed one with the, with the draw because Roma were missing so many players. Milan had the best player on the pitch, Leao, but couldn't really master many shots on target. The game was really awful. But Milan managed to uh, get themselves back into the game with a late uh, equaliser from Selemakers. Shows that, you know, the team spirits, the belief is still there. Cremonese, they have not given up yet. Uh, they are trying to uh, give go out with dignity, which I think they are doing it, you know, uh, they're not getting trashed, so I think Milan are just going to edge it here, perhaps again, another low-scoring game and a Milan win to nil, like they did uh, recently in the San Siro games. And finally, to wrap things up, if the Palo is still going, I'm sure it will be, we move to the Thursday game, it's Udinese against uh, Napoli. Napoli could have won the title yes. by now or by when this game is uh, being played, we won't know, Um and you're siding with Napoli sort of here. There's a bit of a caveat. You basically fancy them not to get beat, Daniel. No, not to get beat and double chance, X2. Uh, whether they won the league already because Lazio has, has failed to beat Sassuolo, which I don't think is going to be the case, the game will be, will be completely meaningless. But 
Napoli will go out relaxed and without the nervousness that they have at the moment. Look, with Napoli, they've been fantastic, but you can tell they do lack experience. The players in the pitch against Salernitana, none of them have ever won a title. Spalletti has never won a title. Spalletti is a fantastic manager, but the players, is most of them, they do fail to manage games. After Oliveira took the lead, they were a little bit frantic, frenetic, very nervous. Also, the defending at the end, as I mentioned before, Ossiman marking Boulaidia. It, it was a game that I think with a little bit more of gamemanship, a little bit more experience, they would have easily uh, won 1-0. They're not going to commit the same mistake twice. So should they need a draw, they're going to go to Udine, probably shut down shop. They got the best defense in Serie A anyway, home and away. Udinese really struggled for goals, so they're not going to lose that one. It might even be a, a nil-nil draw. You're going to give the, uh, the double chance because Napoli have been uh, dominant as well. So yeah, uh, they're going to win the title, whether it's on Wednesday, whether it's on Thursday. I think it's on Thursday, probably with a draw at Udine. So that's why I go for the double chance, which uh, puts the parlay price up sensibly, uh, up to 263. Perfect. Plus 263, really nice parlor with wins for Atalanta, Juve and Milan and the draw or the away win in the Udinese-Napoli clash. That's the Thursday game. The other three on Wednesday, if you're playing that parlay. Just a reminder of Daniele's other selections here in the Salernitana-Fiorentina game. We like both teams to score an over two and a half goals at plus 120. Lazio to get the better of Sassuolo and over one and a half goals in that game, minus 107. And in the Verona interclash, we like over two and a quarter goals at minus 137. One final question before I let you escape then. It is um, unfortunate that our friends at Bet Rivers are not pricing up the top four battle at the moment. I suspect that one of the reasons is we're not quite sure exactly what's going to happen with with Juve. Um, And that's understandable. But just uh, your thoughts on that battle for top four, because Inter could have fallen away from it if Lazio had beaten them. They didn't. They're very much back in the mix. We've only got four points between second and sixth. And then another two points down to Atalanta. What's your gut for the three Champions League places as it stands at the moment, Daniele, um, considering that Napoli, obviously, are top, are going to get one of them? I think Lazio have been very consistent and they're going to get the consistency back. So they might finish third. Second spot, it could be a battle between the two Milan side. And Roma all depends on the injuries. They got a very short squad at the moment, so they could suffering uh, from it. And of course, there is the, the Europa League semi-final uh, for Roma. Look, Roma they got a difficult game this weekend against Monza. They really lack goals, uh, especially when Dybala, Bellotti are not there, etc. Obviously, I discard the Juventus. I don't fully trust Atalanta to go into the into the into the Champions League. I think it's gonna be. Probably, if I, have to, if I have to say at the moment, one of the two Roman side are going to miss out. And uh, yeah, it all depends. It all depends on the injuries, really. Uh, the Roman, how quickly they can recover. Everyone, from a betting point of view, must factor in that battle for top four, must factor in injuries every single week, of course. But it's going to be fascinating to see how that unfolds over the course of the next few weeks. Daniele, thanks for your company. Um, we are back a little bit later on this week. Yes. Because we've got weekend action, of course, um, kicking off on Saturday. We're going to try and get the podcast on for your Thursday night. Might not be up until Friday for you, um, but be aware of that. We've got more to come from a Serie A point of view. Um, that's your lot for today, though. Stay across all of the Bet Rivers podcasts at Because We Win. From myself and Daniele, it's a goodbye. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. 
Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.